the Ruger SFAR is one of the trimmest 308 modern sporting rifles available. More power, but lighter in the field and range. See how light it is at Ruger.com. All right, welcome to Gun Talk. I'm Tom Gresham. We're going to do this thing again. So glad that you could be with us. We're doing this thing coast to coast around the world. 28 years doing this so far. It's amazing to me. I can't believe that anybody would listen to this drill that long. Anyway, hey, I'm Tom Gresham. Glad you could be with us. If you want to join us, it's pretty easy. 866-TALK-GUN. Give me a holler. Actually, it's easier than that. Call me at Tom Talk Gun. That'll get you there. All right, we're in the studios here at the world headquarters of Gun Talk Media. Sitting here with KJ, Kevin Jarnigan. We've been out at the range throughout the morning shooting stuff and having fun, huh? We haven't, uh, honestly, we haven't like wiped the smiles off our faces yet <laughs> because our good buddy Dan showed up well, with some fun toys. Yeah, well, come on. Anytime you get to shoot submachine guns, you're grinning, right? Oh, yeah, especially World War II era. Yeah, well, that's guns. I mean, that's a whole thing. Classic guns, the MP40, mm-hmm. really fun. Oh. And then what was the... The grease gun. The grease a gun. Gre- grease gun. Yeah, with, with the uh, suppressed barrel on it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you could shoot it without ears, and it was Very phenomenal. slow cyclic rate, like... 450 rounds a minute. So yeah. bop, 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 bop. Very you, easy to control. Don't you wish they made a 450 drum, round drum for it? <laughs> yeah, but, who, <laughs> but I don't know if I could walk around with it. I don't think it. I could carry it, but we could carry it around in a wheelbarrow and shoot so, it. So there's that. I thought we would just kind of yak a little bit because I'm over here spending a little time at the, the headquarters down here in Louisiana where now you're doing a whole bunch of classes. Oh you gosh. had the uh, first person expense. Uh, defender experience. It's, that's new. That's coming up. That's actually happening. We're doing that in March 23rd and 24th. Like a few days after people hear this. this. Yeah. So they can, they can still, still time to they sign can, up. Still time to sign up. And this is, this is your chance to get force on force training. If you've seen our first person defender series, this is the thing for you. This is what you need to do. If you want to say, I want to take those kind of classes. If you want to get real world if you want to get real world attacked without real consequences, <laughs> I mean, the pain penalty is going to yeah, be I mean, there. you're going to get hit with these high speed paintballs and it's smarts, but you know, that's how you learn. Right. You right. Know? You, but the thing is you get tossed into these scenarios and you don't know what it's going to be. It could be a confrontation in the middle of a restaurant. It could be an ATM robbery, yeah. a carjacking. It could be, you don't know what it's going to be and you're going to react to it the best you can with the information that you have available to yep. you and you might do okay. You might not, but there's always room for improvement. How's right. that? Right, and that's what the class is for, is to help improve your skills. And and like you say, you 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 have a, a sticker on your car that always lets you know what condition to be in and to get your mindset right. right. And that's really what this is set up to do. And you can make mistakes here. This is what, you're, you're not coming in, we don't expect you to be an operator. We don't expect you to come in and do it perfectly because what would be the fun of that? The, the other thing is what you can get out of it is yes, you're going to go in and be the good guy in these a scenario or two. But I will tell you, I think you can learn more by being a role player when oh you're gosh. not the one that has the pressure on you. In flying, you know, if you're doing instrument training, you're just overwhelmed. You're trying right. to, but if you're sitting in the back, a student sitting in the back, and you're watching this guy up there struggling, and you're going, "Why is he doing that? Why is he doing that? Why didn't he do no. that?" You do the same thing in the first-person offender as you're watching this whole thing going. You can process and learn so right. much. Well, and you get to—you'll also get to be a bad guy too. So you're not only oh, being the fun. role player; you'll get to be the bad guy. And and it's a—it's a there is a very big difference between being a good guy and a bad guy because bad guys, 
they don't have to account for all those shots. It's on us good guys uh, to be accountable. Yeah, yeah. So you you get to see it two different ways, and you get to experience the whole first person defender Makes like, sense. A, a class in a different way. And and it's with Chris Serino. So Chris is, you know, a world class trainer. Oh yeah. And he's he's taught guys and taught gals like how to defend themselves, and he's had students do the same thing. And this will heighten your experience out in the wild. There you go. Okay, I want to talk about a little bit about what we were doing this morning. You loaded up this huge tray, <laughs> this wagon, and we great part about being right here is we can just walk right out to the range. You, literally, yeah. you're out the back door and you're on the range. Yeah. And so you load all this up. And you said, look, you got to shoot these. I gotta, <laughs> and then you kept grabbing. Oh, yeah, but you also have to shoot this. Oh, yeah, you got to get this one, too. That's so funny. We forget that we, we have to send you guns, too, because we just keep them here. And we yeah, I know that you keep them here. You don't <laughs> send them up to me. I don't want to send them because they're so much fun. <laughs> and and it's fun to sit there, and, and companies will send these products in for us to look at and review and talk about. And and it's from Springfield. It's from Ruger. It's from Smith & Wesson. So it's, let's say I shot the it, Prodigy. Oh, my gosh. Really sweet shooting now, gun. Chris shot that in competition. Oh, yeah? He took it to a competition. Um, God, it's a sweet shooting pistol. It shoots. Okay. He can run a gun. <laughs> yeah, the Springfield Army Prodigy. Yep. I also shot two versions of the Smith & Wesson M&P Metal. What did you think of the, the M2.0? The, the regular metal, not the competition. Right. The competition was phenomenal. Yes. I will tell you, I thought the regular M&P 2.0 Metal was just as good. And that sounds crazy to say that, right? Okay. Is I'll it because it just looks good or no. is it really well, that good? Did you see what I did the first time I shot it? The, with the competition, I, I did. I did the exact same thing with the other pistol. Oh. I hit six shots in a row on, what is that, 12 inch? No, it's not 12. I think it's 10. 10 inch steel plate. Yeah. 60 yards. And the, you have never yards. shot this gun. First before. time I picked the gun up, I'm hitting steel, 10 inch diameter circles at 60 yards, just standing there. At a good Shoot. pace too. Yeah. Like you, you yeah. it was controllable. It was so. It is one of maybe the best trigger I've experienced on a striker fired gun. Wow, that good. Yeah, I, I mean, love it, it's, it. It's right in there with a good 1911. Not quite, mm -hmm. but it's really good. I, I was. I just got to tell you, I was not prepared to be as impressed as I was with that pistol. Really, I wanted to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just did. You know, well, you have a level of expectation, and then you go, right? Wow, that thing and the competition gun. I thought, yeah, it's going to shoot, and it did. Yeah. But just the regular 2.0 metal. And these are iron sights. These are well, yeah, not. I didn't even have the dot on. No. Now we shot some with the dots, and it's like, okay, that's like cheating. It's cheating. It's it's 100 percent. Also shot the um, the Ruger 57 carbine. Oh yeah, the LC oh, carbine. Good grief! How much That's fun! So much. You fun. did the same thing with that one offhand. Never shot it before, but you were hitting the little tiny plate, like the four inch plate or whatever. Yeah, but I put I put magnets behind the steel and it pulls the bullets right in. <laughs> That's the smart way to do it. That's why I wish all the deer had that. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, this but, thing shot really well. Uh, but, let's see what else did we shoot out? There? Oh, you shot the Ruger SFAR too. Oh yeah, yeah, three hundred eight. Yeah, it's an AR fifteen size AR, but shooting three hundred eight. Right. Um, obviously, you're going to get more recoil out of it, mm -hmm. uh, but shot really well. And if you want a three hundred eight, if you're going to be hunting hogs or something, yeah. I could recommend that one. Oh, pretty well, sweet. Yeah, you did the same thing on it, and again, it was in iron sights and you know, just flip up sights, and but it's got a big old break on the end of it. That helps it. Does. It, it does yeah. help. It does a little bit, but you know, put but a still suppressor loud. on it. 
If you put a can on it, it's Come a whole on. different deal. That's exactly a different right. Game. Yeah. Let's say I shot the HK VP9, yeah. sweet shooting pistol. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. I uh, did. Okay. Uh, but again, and this is where you get into the very individual thing is, you know, I've got smaller hands. Mm-hmm. And some of these grips are a little big or a little long, or they may hit you in the fat of the, the hand down there. Yes. And you're going, okay, that one works for me. That one does not. It's why we are, what do we always tell people? You've got to go get your hands on the gun. I, Before. Because they're all, same thing with you. They ask yep. you what they ask me. What gun should I get? I, go, I don't know. I, that's I a, don't know. Isn't that funny? That's always our response. And they, they, they're looking for that answer. And they you think say, you're dodging. This one. No. Yeah, you're not dodging. The, no. It's like, I don't know what's going to work for you. I know what works right. for me. And I can tell you, I really like the way this gun shoots. You may pick it up and go, ah, it's okay. Yeah. Well, we also get the, you know, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to buy my wife a gun. What do you tell them? Don't. <laughs> this is the, that's the you, best one. I'm sorry. You don't get to buy a gun for your no. wife. You don't. Buy a you, gift certificate. You can buy a gift certificate. <laughs> buy a class. That's even okay. better. Okay, buy the class, and then you have to leave. Yeah. You can't be there when she's taking the class. Because you teaching her is yeah. a problem. And I don't care if it's guns or golf or tennis or whatever it is. It's Doesn't probably matter. not a good combination. It is not. So, Trust me. I, I, I know my wife and I do jujitsu <laughs> together, and I can't tell her anything. Like, it just doesn't happen. Probably best not to. <laughs> it's best not to. And right. we get along great. <laughs> and, and then if she takes a class, and what's really nice, if, if she can talk to the instructor say, I want to try some different guns. That's the idea. Yeah, you know, or or even just go to a public range and say, "Do you have some guns I could rent?" Yeah. And I'd like to buy an hour with an instructor to help me out here. Yep, very worthwhile. And ranges will do that. Oh yeah, that's what Heck, they do. We're, I mean, Range Ready Studios. We've got a class coming up in June, June first and second, oh, yeah. for ladies all, only. All women class. All women class. Yep. And if I'm, I'll I'll go ahead and say it on on here. If you, if you don't know what you like. Trust me, we'll have guns here that you can try out. There's a pretty good chance you're going to have a little bit of everything. Right. Here. We'll have a little bit. Of, we'll have big guns, little guns. Yeah. You know, nines, forties, forty fives, whatever. It doesn't matter. It'll, it'll be here. Like, Come try. RangeReadyStudios.com. Yes, sir. You can go check out the schedule of the classes that are available. Mm-hmm. You got an AR class coming up next week as we're yep. talking right now. I can't now. wait. I I snuck into that class. Did you really? Yes. Good dog. <laughs> I know. Like I told Ryan, I was like. Hey, I'm going to just slide into that class, but I'm doing it with a gun that I built from the build box show. <laughs> oh, nice. So yeah. So I'm going to take it, that it gun. It might even work. It might. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> you never know. Crossing my fingers. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, let's see. If people want to know more about what uh, Gun Talk throughout the whole world, the Gun Talk world here is doing with Gun Talk Media, mm-hmm. where to go? Uh, GunTalk.com is the place to go. If they want to watch any free videos, these are free. You don't have to go behind a paywall or anything like that. Gun Talk TV. Com, we'll get it done or guntalk.com. You can always find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, pretty all much, those. Pretty much anywhere you can find videos. Yeah, Roku, Apple TV, all that stuff you can find us. But I'm telling you, rangeReadyStudios.com. I mean, if you're looking to, man, just survive in this crazy world we live in, you need gun training. I don't care where you get it from. Just go get it. You get it somewhere. Great. This is one option. There are a lot of options yeah. out there. You know, but yep. if this is convenient for you, or if you are a fan of Gun Talk yeah. and what we do here, you're going to love coming here and seeing this operation. Oh, yeah. Uh, because you do get a behind-the-scenes look. I mean, right. we, we you, take you, you're time. You're going to get the tour. Yeah, you'll get the tour. You'll get to see everything. Um, you'll get to meet the great people here at Gun Talk. And there might even be a pup arrive around here soon. So we're going to get oh. – I always bring my dog in every okay. Friday. Fun. And, you know, he, he shows up. He's a big idiot, but he's fun. 
Yeah, they all are. Yeah. AJ, thank you so much. I appreciate you all being right. here. Thanks. All right. Don't go far. Gun Talk will be right back. 866-TALK-GUN. I'm Tom Gresham. Full Metal. Take the awesome Smith & Wesson M&P pistol and make it out of metal. Stainless steel slide, aluminum frame, tungsten gray Cerakote. Slide is cut for optics. Enhanced trigger, 17 round, 9 millimeter. Accepts your M&P mags, fits M&P holsters, has a softer, metaler feel in recoil. All metal, all Smith & Wesson. It's time to go full metal. Smith-Wesson.com. It's time for the March Radness Giveaway at guntalk.com slash win. Enter now through April 1st. One grand prize winner gets the Ruger SFAR chambered in 308 Winchester, a true small frame MSR under seven pounds, plus a Meprolite Mepro True Vision, the ultimate red dot sight. Visit guntalk.com slash win. That's guntalk.com slash win. Void where restricted. The Ruger Max 9 is a micro-sized striker-fired 9mm pistol offering 12 plus 1 capacity and a high-visibility tritium fiber day-night front sight. The Ruger Max 9 is optic-ready for direct mounting of co-witness J-point and shield pattern micro red dot sights. Available in three different models, manual safety, state compliant, and pro. The Ruger Max 9 is your next handgun. Find out more at Ruger.com slash Max 9. I'm back with you. Tom Gresham here. Yeah, we're doing the big driving tour. We've got the the big SUV loaded up. It's a good thing. Uh, I keep picking up stuff as I'm driving around here. So we're we're down in Louisiana. We're at the world headquarters of Gun Talk Media at Range Ready Studios. Incredible studios, incredible classrooms, and really nice shooting range here. I went out, as you probably just heard, I went out on... Thursday? Yeah, Thursday morning. It was funny because uh, Chris Serino and KJ, they said, we got some guns you need to shoot. I'm like, well, all righty then. They loaded up a big rolling cart full of guns. I'm talking about a full cart and more. Uh, we went out and just started shooting. It was a hoot. Uh, lots of ammo, lots of guns. Let's see. Among the thing, we'll talk about some of the other ones in a minute. Shot the Ruger 5.7 carbine. Man, that is sweet. Just, I mean, there's no recoil, easy to hit. And I did all the shooting at 60 yards just because that was where the we stopped the cart and it was under the shade. Handguns and long guns, 60 yards. Uh, as I just mentioned in that last interview with uh, KJ, started off with the Smith & Wesson M&P metal uh, competition. Iron sights, either 12 or 10-inch steel, I don't know which it was, circle, but it was like first shot, bing, first shot, you know, next shot, bing, it's like, oh, this is easy, and it's a great trigger, and then we switch to the just regular version, not the competition version of that M&P metal, same deal, good trigger, easy, not a red dot, just iron sights, bang, 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 ding, 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 uh, just having fun, uh, the shot the Springfield Armory Prodigy, as you might expect, a 9 millimeter 1911 shoots great, and of course, this one's double stack. So that was pretty sweet. Oh, gosh, what else did we shoot? Oh, we shot uh, was KSG-12, that crazy pump shotgun with the two magazine tubes. 
I did not shoot that one 60 yards. I walked up and uh, was knocking some steel down with that. And the reality is, and this is where I kind of started an online fight, I guess, or started the conversation again, maybe a better way to do it. After I shot two tubes worth of that, going, ow, that hurt. That was not fun. I mean, I get that it's a great tool, and I understand the 12-gauge is a terrific home defense tool, and yet, and here we go, and yet, I come away from that thinking, why would you choose that over an AR for your home defense gun? And then I went on Twitter and posted that. You would have thought I had accused people's children of being ugly and stupid. Unbelievable how locked in people are. And I, all I said was, I'm wondering why you would choose one over the other. And here we go. And what was interesting to me is, I guess there are myths in guns and shooting that are just impossible to stamp out. It's like trying to kill all the mosquitoes on the planet. Can't be done. So we get the whole, well, with a shotgun, you don't have to aim. Really? Huh. Interesting. And of course, what I've come to, to do in a lot of this, and then you get into, well, penetration, over-penetration, all the rest of it. I refer them back to our videos we did eight years ago. We did a whole full-scale test. We built three walls, separate walls, sheetrock on two-by-fours. Three of those walls, and the last one had exterior siding on it, and we put them 10 feet apart, shooting through them with everything to find out what penetrates. Go back and look at it. It's on our YouTube channel. So what I end up always saying to people was, have you tested it? Have you tried this? Well, no. <sighs> Take your 12-gauge shotgun out to the range. Back off five feet, not yards, feet from a paper target or a cardboard target. Or do it at 10 feet, measured from the muzzle with a tape measure to the target, and shoot it. And see if that pattern fills a room. What you're going to find is that at five feet, it's probably about the size of a fist. And at 10 feet, it's the size of a coffee cup saucer. You have to aim it just as much as you would have to aim anything. And look, I get it. 12 gauge is a, man, you can take people apart with it. It's an effective tool. But is it the only tool? You know, there's, we're still repeating the things that our great-grandfathers told us and our grandfathers told us and ignoring what's new and what works. So, well, question is, I'll throw it out there. What do you use as your home defense? Not your concealed carry out in the world gun, your home defense gun. Shotgun, rifle, or do you just depend upon your carry gun and have that one handy? 866-TALK-GUN. Let's go grab uh, Tough out of Newcastle, Wyoming on three. Hey, Tough, you're on Gun Talk. What's going on here? Well, Tom, how are you today? I'm well, sir. Hey, uh, I just uh, had a little problem. I've never owned a Red Dot before, mm -hmm. and uh, I bought one for my AR. And uh, when I got out of the box, looked through it, I noticed some problems after doing some talking with some people and looking on the Internet and stuff kind of did, uh, just made the decision that I have an astigmatism, and oh. uh, that's what's causing the problem. It's kind of a starburst red dot instead of a nice round dot, and 
the uh, I get it gets a little better when I use polarized uh, prescription glasses, but I'm still it's anyway. I've just kind of well, learned to live with it. Sure. <laughs> let me let me ask you: Do you wear uh, corrective glasses all the time? Yes, I do. And do they correct for astigmatism? Uh, no, not to my knowledge. Uh, my eye doctor, I just saw him not too long ago, had never said anything about having astigmatism. But, uh, so let so. me ask you this. When, when you look at the dot, are you seeing like a smear to, in one direction or the other, or is it just glowing really brightly and kind of blowing out? Oh, well, it's kind of smeared in different directions. Uh, kind of has a, uh, you know, kind of a little line up to one side and then off to the lower side on the other side. Yeah, could be but astigmatism. But another thing you might try, uh, try turning the brightness down on the red dot a lot. So depending on the, oh. the red dot you have, some of them will actually kind of bloom and glow too brightly if you have it turned up too high. And if you turn the brightness down on it a little bit, it will take care of that. Okay. Yeah, I, I've noticed it does get better when you turn it down. It, uh, it's not as bad. But I've just kind of learned to live. <laughs> I've just been uh, picking the, the, the brightest spot and using that for the for my placement, shop placement. And uh, But the one thing I had, the question I had, and maybe you know or somebody else might know, uh, what would happen? I've been kind of wanting to put a magnifier behind that. And I didn't know. I've heard both ways, but I didn't know whether that would make it worse or better. I'm not sure it's going to make it worse or better. I think the image is going to be what it is. It's just going to you know, increase the magnification through there. Certainly, you could maybe borrow somebody's magnifier and try that and see what it does for you. The other thing I would suggest is go back and talk to your eye doctor and say, look, do I have astigmatism? Because it may be that you have a little bit. And he decided not to correct it for whatever reason and see if it's there and see if you can get it corrected on your glasses, and that might help. But in the meantime, I would turn that brightness down, that blooming effect I think we have all seen when we have it too bright. 866-TALK-GUN. I'm Tom Gresham, and this is Gun Talk. Well, let's have some fun. Why don't you give me a call? We'll talk about guns. The number here is 866-TALK-GUN. I'm Tom Gresham. show is Gun Talk. You can check us out online, guntalk.com. Also, take a look at rangeradystudios.com. That's where we have a list of all of our classes that we have going and uh, the other things we're, we have working on. The first-person offender experience where you can come and do force-on-force training. What is that? Well, you get tossed into kind of a real-life scenario, and then you got to figure out what to do. Maybe you're under attack. Maybe you're not. Maybe somebody else is under attack. Should you get involved with that? Should you just leave? Should you just call the police? Should you save the people who are there? Mm, not easy questions, but you know what? It's better to try to figure them out in a controlled environment like this where you can then decompress, take a look at it, get some training from people, then go try it again. <sighs> Apply your problem-solving skills to the middle of chaos, and that's really what it amounts to. Can you solve the problem? Can you analyze what's going on? and come up with solutions in the middle of the chaos. And the best way to do that is to have already figured out what your response should be because you've thought about it enough. And then if it happens, if you get it in the middle of it, you simply push the go button because you've already made all the decisions. Hmm, what a thought. 
Oh, by the way, in case anybody's confused, God, I hope not. Tulsi Gabbard is not friendly to gun rights. Tulsi Gabbard has called for all sorts of gun control laws. She has been a gun control, gun ban person until she decided to be a Republican and change her views. I don't trust her as far as I can throw my car. So that's really all we need to say, I think, about that. Our number 866-TALK-GUN. Jeff called us out of the Grand Oregon on four. Hey, Jeff, what's your question here? What's going on? Went to a gun show and made a trade yesterday, Tom. Okay. And it's a really nice Smith & Wesson Model 17-6, but it has some uh, engraving on it I'm not familiar with, so I thought I would call the encyclopedia to find out more. So, I, it, I, You know what? Uh, I'm not the encyclopedia. I'm the card index. I just point you to places to go. I don't know the answers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you may know about this. It says, the Revolver Series, number 23 of 500. And I didn't know the significance of that. I do not either. Um, two things we're going to do for you. One is we're going to put the call okay. out right now. Somebody may know and can call in. But the other I'm going to do is I'm going to point you to the Smith & Wesson Collectors Association. These are the people who oh, know okay. everything about this. Um, and their website is... Pretty easy once you figure it out, because we're talking about the Smith & Wesson Collectors Association, so it's the S-W-C-A, T-H-E, S-W for Smith & Wesson, C-A for Collectors Association, dot org, the C-W- Even I can figure that out. S-W-C-A dot org, there you go, or you just put in Smith & Wesson Collectors Association, and if you run over there, there will be people who go, oh yeah, that's the thing that so-and-so brought out, it's a limited run of 500, this is cool. And you'll have all the info. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's nickel-plated and unfired, and I'm hoping I did well. So. Uh, I bet you did. Also, if I remember right, these guys can actually create a factory letter for you that gives you the information about when it was made and everything else. So, again, the Smith mm -hmm. & Wesson Collectors Association, a really good resource for this. Uh, good deal. Thank you a bunch. You bet, Jeff. Good luck with that. I appreciate the call. Let's grab Pete in Seattle on 5. Pete, talk to me. Hi, Tom. Just wanted to uh, call in regards to some panic buys I had to make uh, due to our assault weapons ban more going through here relatively yeah, soon. Yeah, for those, for those who don't know, Washington is, uh, the legislature's been rapidly passing assault weapon bans, so-called, but as with a lot of these, it's not just rifles. It's a whole lot of other things, isn't it? Yeah, uh, including pistols with uh, threaded barrels. Right. Okay, so what are you buying in anticipation of getting ahead of that? So I already bought uh, about a Ruger LC carbine, mm -hmm. uh, about a PTR uh, 9CT MP5, uh, a couple things from Palmetto State, about an AK and 5.56. Right. I bought one of their little AKV uh, 9mm pistols. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of CMMG 8-inch uh, AR pistols, one in 10 mil and one in 45 ACP. Man, you threw a lot of money out there. I worked a lot of hours, so I, I didn't have to go into a hawk to uh, to buy all this stuff, and I'm glad I did. But, you know, all right. I hope you spend all I the hope, money now. But I hope you will forgive me, but I'm going to put you on the spot, okay? Okay. How much money have you given to fight this thing in the political I've been arena? giving to... Uh, 
probably about, eh, I'm thinking about 750. I've given the GOA FPC and the Second Amendment Foundation uh, this year. So Outstanding. Darn it, I thought I was going to stump you. You're, you're there, man. Well, nope. well done. Way to go. And unfortunately, my, my rep is the one who introduced this uh, uh, assault weapons ban. <laughs> well, but is when, when is your rep up for re-election? Well, he was just re-elected, so he's got yeah. uh, this year and next year, and then yeah. But he doesn't care. I've called him. He doesn't. He doesn't nah. care. He just says, "I we're going to have to agree to disagree," and that's that's what it gives me every time. You know, if you say, "Well, then I'm going to agree to send money to whoever runs against you," and we're going to work really yeah. hard to make sure that you are out in two years. Unfortunately, yeah. Seattle kind of you know poisons yeah. the whole area. So it's Seattle. It's gotta, but here, here's the other part. Uh, this is going to get overturned. I mean, ultimately, yeah. it's going to get overturned because the Bruin decision does not allow that. The Heller decision doesn't allow that. These are in guns yeah. that are in common use. They cannot, by Supreme Court decision, they cannot ban guns that are in common use for lawful purposes. These are, they tried to ban them. It's going to get tossed out, but, but it will take a while. So I don't blame you for yeah. buying well, these guns, but also yeah. I would just offer some reassurance that with time, we're going to get rid of all of these laws that supposedly are responding to the Bruin decision. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, some of the most of the judges in Washington don't aren't putting stays on stuff like they are in Oregon or California. So right. We're having to, we're having to be stuck with this until yes. you know, a higher court takes it up. So Washington's yep. kind of just. Well, keep doing We're what you're number. doing. I mean, you got to toss money into the groups that are fighting in court, and you're doing yep. that, and that's that's how it works. Yep. Hey, appreciate the heads up. Yep. That is a great range report on your purchases. Uh, let's see. I've got to take a quick break here. Ralph, don't go anywhere. I'll get to you. If you want to join us, give me a holler. Home defense, shotgun, or rifle, or maybe just a pistol. What's your choice? The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest capacity micro compact in the world. Available in standard or optics ready configurations, the class leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus one with the standard magazine and 13 plus one with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. Owning, shooting, and carrying firearms is a big responsibility, so training benefits everyone. Gun Talk Media and Range Ready Studios provide the training you need. Semi-auto pistol operator, AR-15 carbine operator, ladies-only handgun, and reloading classes. The first-person defender experience puts you in realistic self-defense situations testing your survival mindset, tactics, and weapon skills. Range Ready prepares you to win. Sign up today at rangereadystudios.com. Visit Brownells.com for the best parts, tools, and accessories to get your build on. Building an AR? Brownells has the best uppers, lowers, barrels, handguards, and parts. What about a custom pistol build? Brownells has complete handgun frames, slides, and barrels to make your handgun what you want. Brownells also has articles and videos to help you build and customize your firearms. Go to Brownells.com and start your own gun build today.
Hey, that was interesting. During the break, Jim and I were talking. He said he didn't know that uh, they had AKs in 223. Oh, yeah. And you got to watch. Palmetto State Armory has some, and others do. Uh, and you have to be particularly either careful or mindful, I guess would be the way to put it. Is do, Does it take AK magazines or does it take AR magazines? If you have a whole pile, like a lot of us do, of AR mags, you may want to go that way. Why would you go to an AK instead of an AR? Oh, man, we're going to start another bar fight with that. <laughs> there you go. Uh, our number, 866-TALK-GUN. Let's see, Ralph is on line three out of Albuquerque. Ralph, you got a question for me? Yeah, I do. Um, I was here and uh, oh, I'm over 50. You, hey, hey, Ralph, you've got to turn the radio down. You cannot have a radio down behind you when you're trying to do this, okay? That, that, that that's going to mess you up completely there because you're hearing my voice on a delay through the radio. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll come over here. I tell you what. Let's put Ralph back on on uh, hold here because that's you know basic rule, folks. The what you're getting through the radio is delayed anywhere from seven seconds to twenty five seconds, and if you're listening on the radio. I mean, and, and I know Michelle tells them, turn the radio down, just listen to the phone. Let's see if Ralph is able to do that and get him back on here, okay? Hey, Ralph, you there? Sure, yeah. All right, go ahead. You can listen. Am I now, talking too much? Still got the radio on back there. We're not going to be able to do this. Ralph, I appreciate the call, but uh, with the radio going back there, you'll never be able to do it. It's like if I've got a, a loop running in my headset here. And I hear myself like three seconds behind. Have you ever had that happen with your phone? It's weird. You cannot process the information. I appreciate it. But, hey, it's just the rules of the game. When you're calling a talk radio show, you cannot, cannot be listening on the radio because you've got that delay. And if you can't get rid of it, you just can't have the conversation. I appreciate that. So the question on the floor is this. Shotgun or rifle for home defense? And I get it that if you are and I guess part of it comes down to competence. Are you comfortable? Are you competent? Have you practiced? Have you trained? Trained in this sense means taking a real class. Oh, gee, why would I need to take a class on using a shotgun for home defense? Yeah, if you have to ask the question, you need the class. Because <laughs> you just don't have a clue. Uh, here's a question for you. You got your shotgun. You decide to go move through your house. You hear a bump in the night. You're going to go through your house. Do you move with the muzzle pointed up, or do you move with the muzzle pointed down? Because there is a right answer here. Hmm, you don't know. What, and you're asking, what's the difference? Therein lies why we go to training. Here's the thing. If you go through a door with a long gun with the muzzle pointed upwards, and there's someone behind the door, all that person has to do is grab the barrel of the gun. You don't have enough strength to push the barrel down to be able to shoot them. They can just hold that muzzle up as they close in on you. If you have, on the other hand, the muzzle pointed downward as you're moving around, if someone grabs the muzzle as it's pointed down, you just drop to one knee and shoot them in the kneecap. Shotgun or rifle, doesn't matter. You have their undivided attention at this point. And then you can proceed to shoot them many more times, whatever it takes to make them stop doing what it is they're doing. 
Well, you think, well, how would I ever have thought of that? You don't. You go to people who think about that kind of thing. You go to people who train you for that. So going back to shotgun versus rifle, all these myths about shotguns, you don't have to aim them. Yes, you do. You know, it will do this. Maybe it will. Well, benefits of shotgun are different kinds of ammo. Buckshot versus slugs. But there again, you got to know what you're doing. Quick update here. All of them, both shot, uh, buckshot and slugs, will go through multiple walls. Actually, and here's the interesting part, and here's where the myths come in. And if you haven't tested it, you probably don't know. We've tested all this. The shotgun will go through more walls in your house than your AR will, with most ammo in your AR. But it's a rifle. Yeah, I know. I know. Just, if you won't test it for yourself, either take my word for it, because I have, or go actually watch our video from eight years ago now. It's on our YouTube channel of us doing this. We actually ended up doing two consecutive shows because we had so many guns we were shooting. 22s, 380s, buckshot, slugs, 5.56, 38, 357, 9mm, 45, different kinds of bullets. We were trying to see what would go through. The I guess cut to the chase. Through three walls and leaving the exterior siding of a house, everything goes through with very few exceptions. Buckshot goes through all the walls. Slugs go through all the walls. Almost all handgun rounds go through all of the walls. Hmm. What does it go through all the walls? AR-15 ammo, most of it. Uh, birdshot doesn't. Ooh, that'll start a fight. Birdshot for self-defense. Probably not a great idea. Would have very, very limited applications. Um, I think, yeah, 380 actually went through all the walls. So 22s did not. So there you go. You're better off hitting what you're shooting at and not depending upon your load to not go through walls. Simple as that. Uh, let's see. Jim, we got time to get Bob in here? Okay, we don't. All right, Bob, hold on. We'll get to you when we come back. I want to talk about some of the classes that we have here. Uh, let's see. And Tim had called saying uh, astigmatism, this can be corrected. Uh, now called AK astigmatism caryotomy. I don't know. But you can sure go to your doctor and ask. And now, of course, they're doing all this magic stuff with uh, LASIK and then cataract surgery. And I've had all of it. I've had LASIK. I've had cataract surgery. No wonder I can't see or hit anything. It's amazing. I always have my built-in alibis no matter where I go. So, yeah, of course, of course I'm missing. What do you expect, you know? Jeez. Give me a break. <laughs> Actually, I'm fortunate enough to have pretty good eyesight. And more than that, still have the ability to pull a trigger without disturbing the sights most of the time. That's why we can bang steel at 60 yards with most of these pistols, even the carry pistols. We were all shooting our carry pistols at 60 yards and banging steel. Amazing stuff. 866-TALK-GUN. All right, back with the 866-TALK-GUN get you in here. Let's see, Bob's with us out of Medford, Oregon on 5. Bob, thanks for your patience. You're on the air. What's the, what do you want to hear about? I'm sorry, you're going to have to, sl if you slow down just a little bit, I, I, I was okay, missing okay, a couple I'm there. I'm I was missing something. And there. I just hear that you're treating an army. 
You teaching teaching people how to go out and fight a war. I want to know. Am really? I going to have to go out and defend myself against these people? Okay, let's talk about who these people are. These would be housewives who are being stalked, and somebody wants to kill them. These are women who are saying, "How am I going to take care of my child when I am alone, or I am a nurse? I'm coming home late at night." Are you saying these people are an army? I'm saying that you could be training people right now that, is, that aren't, don't like our politics and want to go out and fight for it. They want to fight for their fascism. I'm not going to fascism, thank you. I, I'm not sure I'm following. I'm trying to, I am trying to follow you, okay? Um, we're training, you know, are you familiar with the Liberal Gun Club or the, uh, the African American Gun Club or the Pink Pistols, the lesbian gay shooters? These are all people we trained. I don't think these would be people you would call fascists. I don't know about them. I don't know about them. I just know that we're training good. Because they're getting guns too. Are you are you willing to have a conversation, or do you just want to shout me down? Well, I'll tell you what. I'd like to hear you understand something for once. I would. I would like for you to listen for once. Would you give me thirty seconds? Sure. Okay. We're training regular people, who are lawful people, who are moms, who are fathers, who are grandfathers, who are grandmothers. We're training people from the LBGT community. We're training people who are nurses. We're training people from the liberal gun club. We're training people from all walks of life. And they must be, in fact, law-abiding, certified law-abiding people. Otherwise, they couldn't buy a gun because they have to, and I don't know if you know this, they have to pass an FBI background check before they can buy a gun. Well, that's great. I hope all the congressmen are getting their FBI background checks before they get their guns, because they'll take them into the Congress. Then I don't like that. Well, you know, and that's what's great about America. You don't have to like it, and you can vote any way you want to, Bob, and we're going to do the same thing, and I will support your ability to disagree with me or to vote any way you want to. I don't really appreciate you calling my friends and neighbors and the Mothers and grandmothers around me, fascists, that's kind of mean. So I'll tell you what, you go have yourself a nice day and bless your heart. Thank you so much. <sighs> now, where were we? We are talking about safe, responsible use of firearms. Whether you use them for recreation, hunting, uh, competition shooting, trap skeets, boarding clays, or, as most people do, own guns for self-defense, which is to keep you and yours safe. Part of that is the very real responsibility to store your gun safely, which we do, to use your guns responsibly, which we do. We're the good guys. We're the good, we're the good gals. We're, yeah, frankly, we're the ones you don't hear much about in the news. The ones who are shooting up places, for the most part, are already prohibited from owning guns. How many times have you heard it? Yeah, they arrested him. He had uh, 42 arrests prior to this. He was a convicted felon. They can't legally own guns. In other words, to put a fine point on it, there is literally no law you can pass that will affect them. And did you know that it is actually against the law to require them to register guns? It is. The Supreme Court has ruled you can't require convicted felons to register their guns because that would be self-incrimination. How's that for an upside-down, bizarro world? Hey, when we come back, state attorney generals are joining the Second Amendment fight. They're really getting involved. 
And I want to know, why do states feel they must respond to the Supreme Court's ruined decision by passing more gun laws? 